Welcome back to the X's and O's podcast. It's been a minute. I don't know about you, but um, it's nice to be sitting in the sofa again, man. It's been, it's been, it's been a bit of a minute with COVID and everything else. But in the building today, we've got myself, George, the voice of reason. We've got Mr. Selenke across the right, room. Right, goals. We've got two legends. That's right, two legends in the history of the game. They're loving it. Blessing us with their presence. <laughs> <laughs> They're loving it. Obi and Bish. Yeah. What are you saying, guys? Everyone good? Yeah, we're good. Yeah. Chilling, brother. Chilling, yes. man. Um, we want to talk about life after ball. Yeah, because mm. the, the sport, it doesn't go on forever. We're only human. Like, you know, you, you're, you're, one arm, you're one arm break away or leg break away touch wood from, from a season-ended injury. Um, but there is more to life than ball, technically. I know people, some people don't want to hear that because when you're in and around football or yeah. balls, if you, whatever you want to call it, it's the only thing that matters. Yeah. Um, you want to be the best. You want to train hard. You want to show what you can do. You want, you want coaches to be proud. You want to be proud of yourself. But when all that comes to an end, what next? Um, mm. Myself, technically, I've always said I'm probably going to give myself another two out push, three years. But at the end of the day, I let my body dictate. If my body is telling me no, I'm not going to go against it. Do you know what I mean? I've got family, I've got kids, and I'm not trying to, you know, like ruin, ruin the rest of my life. But mm. I want to hear from the couple guys in the room who have played the sport at a very high level. Um, it, they don't really need an introduction, you know. But Obi and Bish, like, we'll start with you, Obi, in terms of your your injuries that you've sustained, if any, that people know, and what your plans are in terms of um, going back to ball or not going back to ball. And if you're not going back to ball, what are you looking at doing moving forward? I was pretty lucky that I didn't have that many bad injuries. I mean, I, I've never really been the kind of guy that would squat like 150 kilos or deadlift 200 or bench press. I was always a guy that just did my own body weight. Yeah. And I just was, I, I wanted to be in charge of that. Like I was very like, People used to laugh at me when I used to go to the gym and do single leg squats or pistols mm-hmm. um, and I'll do like remaining deadlifts. So I, I wanted to be in control of my body and I think that's probably played a part into how I've been able to um, be injury free-ish um, so far. I think the, the, the stuff I've got now, I, di- I did my knee, uh, I thought I tore my ACL in the fight last Brit Brit Bowl, but I didn't. It was actually a, a menis- meniscus injury, right. um, but I still needed surgery on that one um, and that was my own damn fault. Um, Do you want to expand on that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For um, people that don't know. Yeah, yeah, I mean, <laughs> with Tamworth, they're the sort of team that whatever they show you on film in the last game, they don't do it again. Correct. Mm-hmm. And it was annoying. Um, but this one play where they had two running backs that used to they call it rail, that would just sort of bounce out and, the, and the, the QB would dump it to one of those guys. And it was our job, if we was in cover two, to come up and tackle that guy. Um, so they had the um, the little uh, running back. I forgot his name. Elliot. Um, Elliot. 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 I say a little bit. The guy was the guy was a very good running back. Yeah. He's a shifty guy, and he was he bounced out right to my on on my side, and I read it, and it was like they had they had thrown like one ball to me all game, um, and they had done anything mine. They just they just sort of ran my side. It was cool. Like it was, it was sort of a boring game for me. So they threw it. This is this is like in the fourth quarter, and they threw it, and I read it, and. Instead of with DBs, you, you should just watch the ball into your hands. I sort of watched myself into the end zone. <laughs> yeah. And in doing that, I sort of juggled the ball and then just sort of like fell on the floor. And I was just like, I was so mad at myself because it would have been like a nice sort of, it would have got yeah. after that six, over 60 points because it was 59. Yeah. And um, in, my, uh, in my rage, I sort of like jumped and stamped my feet in the ground like some petulant child. And in doing so, <laughs> I jarred my knee. Cool. Um, and at the time, it just felt like I felt a pop. 
and I thought this is not good and then the adrenaline sort of took over came off the game was pretty much done anyway and I was hobbling around for the presentation and everything and I thought okay I'm, I might have avoided a good injury I might have avoided so I'm, I'm alright I'm yeah. alright 12 hours later <laughs> leg was like yeah. like this yeah. like an absolute balloon couldn't move it couldn't do nothing and I was like ah yeah that's mm. probably the problem there <laughs> um, so apart from that I didn't really have any um, um, any sort of um, injuries um, but in terms of sort of moving forward um, I think with the level of knowledge that I've gained in this game not just through myself but through the, the coaches that were that have been in my career to give me advice I think it would be um, it would be selfish of me to not give back to the game in some regard mm. so I will always be a there and there around there right. and thereabouts for the in the, in the sport um, for Warriors first and foremost but also to, to DBs as well mm. because I love watching DBs play and if, even if it's a guy that's on opposite side sideline of me if he's open to coaching because some people to some players who don't who think they know everything and it's difficult to talk to those guys and there's a couple of guys that I know that could really really be excellent and they're not I don't want to call them out on here um, close book talent, but, talent. yeah but um, yeah and then if I'll say oh dude when you shuffle make sure you, you keep your, your legs staying together don't 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 widen your base um, and that's how I am I'm a tactician a technician in terms of my in terms of sport so I, I notice yeah. little nuances about, about players and be like if you do that you'll be even more better and it's when someone goes oh thanks I'll, I'll do that and that's what that's what I want to give back I, I want to teach guys what I know and instill all of that all my knowledge basically going to pour my knowledge out into as many yeah. brains as possible in the sport so that's what I'm going to do in the, in the sport in that in that regard uh, so you're almost wanting to part, like you know bring up the next generation of ballers exactly pass down all the knowledge and skills that you've learned and applied to the sport exactly exactly that's the, that's exactly um, what I'm doing. would you have, have you completely closed the door on the return to the sport um I think you know, I mean I look at Dion Sanders' career. Dion Sanders played until like he was like yeah. thirty nine. Yeah. yeah, so I'm not too far away from that. I'm like three or four years away from that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can I can still play, but at the same time, it's like I don't want to. I mean, I'm in two minds. I don't want, I don't want to stifle a talent. But at the same time, I think the talent's already there. Like you had Ao on here. Mm-hmm. Ao is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, I actually told Ayo to come to us before he even came to us <laughs> I was like don't you want to win yeah yeah <laughs> <Win> <laughs> sick of losing um, there you go but he's he's the sort of guy that um, when you've got guys like him or you've got like Reese, um is another guy at Warriors who's coming through we've got another young guy called NK coming through um, so we've got or Bismarck as well yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of good players coming yeah. through and I don't want to I'm not I don't want to be that old guy that's going to be like I'm just going to take these guys to rest mm-hmm. but at the same time they they should beat me yeah. so yeah. I'm not going to give you anything yeah. you should earn it yeah. but at the same time that's that's probably why I'd want to stay around a little bit more like try and beat this old man mm. try and yeah. try and try and like Mayweather fights these guys you know what yeah. I mean it's like yeah, yeah he's still school he's, he, when he scored Canelo Alvarez you know what I mean yeah. it's sort of like you want you want to be the man you got to like you come out mm-hmm. you got to come after me so that's what I that's how I'd, I'd want to be um, around um, in the sport but ultimately it would be there to distribute my knowledge to the, to those guys so before I come to you Bish let me put this mm-hmm. to you Obi a lot of people when we talk about sport in particular when we get older and we decide to step away from the game and we're, we're at the point where we're you know we're tinkering on the edge do I go back do I not a lot of people say if you're in two minds about it then you just shouldn't play yeah. Because you may go in and play with the wrong mentality, you might play scared, or you might play for fear of injury. Would you say that's where you're at, or no? Not? Um, I think my mentality is is like I'm I'm 
it's more I'm not like either in or out mm-hmm. if I choose to do it then I'm in like I'm not going to mm-hmm. be like I'm not going to I'm not going to be like worried because it's it's a switch that I know I know where it switches right and I think in your career the great good when you great players good players know where that switch is mm-hmm. like some people play well and they don't even know why they played well. Something's happening in life or something's all come together. Mm. When you know where that switch is in your mind and you know you can turn that switch on and it's like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to have an absolute good, great game today. Yeah. Um, it's that level of consistency and that level of intensity. And I think a lot of players, like, it's just got the same sort of um, ethos as me when they grew up, is when he grew blitz, is that you know where that switch is and you know when you turn it on. That's why he was able to come back and, and play. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you know you turn it on and that's it. Yeah. You, there's none there's there's no half heartedness. There's no like, oh, I might get injured. It's like so if I if I go to that place and I turn on that switch on, it's on. But if I don't and I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna like just I'm not gonna I, I can't turn it I how can I put this? I can't not turn it on. Yeah, no, um, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. it's a sort of like yeah. it's not it's the decision. If decision's made to turn it on, it's on. Yeah, you're able it. to yeah. keep that, that, that yeah. narrow focus to know that you're yeah. going to play because you've decided to exactly. play. Exactly. Because yeah. I now I know what's expected of me. I know what my team expects of me and I would never come back if I was beneath what they thought right. of me. Like and that's and that's the thing. And I don't I don't, I still think I have as a player still I think I have more to offer. But I've as a consultant, coach, I probably think I have more to offer. Right. Yeah. That's just interesting way of putting it, Chief. Bish. It's a good answer, boy. Yeah, it's a good answer, yeah. Let's let's talk about you. So obviously it's people who do or don't know your history with the Blitz and before that, um Sussex Uni and Brighton Tsunami American football. Tell us about any injuries you've had, um, any long term sustained injuries you've had, and when was it that you decided to, you know, wind down the, the path of the career of American football? Yeah, so I mean I think Anyone that does know me on this podcast will, <laughs> will know I'm a bit of a running joke when it comes to retirement because <laughs> I don't know how many times I've retired and started playing again. But <laughs> I think injury-wise, I've just I've been through it all. Like I'm not fortunate like Sam, man. My body has taken significant damage. I think maybe it's in part of just the position I played yeah. and the way I chose to play it. Like my ethos was always never run out of bounds, right? Yeah. Like if you've got a guy in front of you, either hit him or he hits you but never run out right you gotta make a choice but I think in the end that kind of caught up with me so I remember in my early days I had a number of issues like I tore my hip flexor really early on that was quite difficult just before I left the country and then I did my I had a small meniscus issue then I did my Achilles and then my biggest injury yeah when I was at a GB practice of all things just a practice just a two a day went down fell down on my arm in a regular like pass yeah. protection drill, snapped my arm in half. Mad. Um and so that was that was the first time I really I retired. Well that was the first time I guess I should say I really thought about mm-hmm. the long term implications of playing a sport like this yeah. and started thinking more forward in terms of like what the rest of my life was gonna be like. And I didn't really want to be that guy that like just hobbling around fifties, you know, like oh, those years playing football, sure. man. You I don't want to be that guy, yeah. you know. So I had to start thinking about what my life would be like. And yeah, but I mean, in the end, like I said, I was a running joke. I ended up going back. I, it took me a year and a half to recover from from this injury. You know, it was brutal. I broke both bones in my forearm. Couldn't move my hand and then fingers in my hand for six months. It took mm. rehab and wow. just pain to get through it, you know. And the surgeries that it took to recover meant I had 
no muscle mass in one arm, yeah. a very normal muscle mass in the other. I look like a weirdo, bro. I had to go to the gym in long sleeve, you know, as <laughs> ego destroying, fam. But I think, yeah, all of that together, like, it's like what Sam says, man. You know, if you still think you have that switch in you and you still feel like you have something that you can prove, something to show, and as much as we talk about ego, football is about ego as well, and yeah. it's about trying to just be the top dog in the whole yeah. thing. And I still feel like I had something in there, and I felt I didn't want to retire before I knew I'd given every last ounce of what I knew I had yeah. in the game, and that's what I wanted to do. So those last few years, man, we had a good run. I can't remember we had a good run, man. We were supposed to win that Brit Bowl against Tamworth, and we just yeah, no, we yeah. shot ourselves in the football, and that will live man. with me forever. But like those last few years, I think I gave everything I physically needed to give. And now I'm chilling, man. Like, yeah. I don't really have any desire to play football. It's yeah. like Sam says as well, like, I still want to be a part of some of these young guys' lives. Mm-hmm. If I do want to, if I do ed- eventually go into coaching more long-term, it wouldn't be with the adults, I don't think, with the seniors. It would be right. with these young guys because yeah. I think mainly it's about helping them, like, not just in football, but yeah. grow in life, yeah. you know, and football is a good vehicle to helping you understand who kind of person, who you are as a person. Definitely helped me. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't want to, I don't know. I, it's difficult to be a coach. Yeah. Because if you still you think be, you can yeah. ball, yeah. then you, you can't want to see those guys. Like, yeah. Get out of the way, man. Yeah. Yeah. Give me that pad, man. Let me just say how this goes. But um, yeah, now nah, to be honest, I think I'm past it. I think I'm past yeah. it. And I found new ways of training my athleticism and yeah. staying healthy that mm. will serve me better in the long yeah. term, you know? Yeah. So this is something that I wanted to touch on because um, I've seen myself, I don't see myself playing for too much longer. But when you finally stopped playing playing ball how did you come to terms with that mentally yeah, so did you find mm. out there was an emptiness because think about it, yeah we've uh, been balling for years double yeah. digits yeah mm. you've been through all injuries the highs the lows everything yeah mm-hmm. when you play ball you're, you're training in the gym as often as you can you're training with your team probably twice three times a week if you're like the classrooms. Warriors, maybe classroom sessions video yeah. everything right playbook study when you remove that aspect of your life mm. To me anyway, there's a big hole mm. because now all of a sudden you ain't got the camaraderie with the guys, yeah. the team. Mm. You're not studying no playbook, you're not watching no film, you're not hitting no one, you're not doing no, yeah. no, no, no training for your particular sport, yeah. right? So did you experience any of that like mentally? Um, and yeah. how long did it take or how did, it, how did you figure out what you were going to use to plug that hole? And what is, what is the plug for that hole? So I'll tell you what, right? Like football, yeah. Good question. In the UK, it's a great question. But football in the UK is, it's a cult. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. Yeah. When you're in it, it's like everything. Yeah. Everything, like you practice for football, you talk about football, you mm-hmm. watch film every day, on Sundays you watch NFL, yeah. Yeah. Saturdays you watch college football, you talk to all your man of football players, yeah. like you arrange your social life around football. And then when you're out of it, it's like, it's like going cold turkey, you know, like you don't <laughs> have that anymore. Like you're, yeah. Because it's, it's really so insular. So no, yeah. no one, like we get fans to games, whatever, like, but I want to see outside, no one's really talking about, yeah. you know, Blitz yeah. Warriors, other than that one TV show I had as a, as a quiz question or whatever, right? But, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like, no one's really talking about it. So like, when, when I left, man, I, I, I did feel empty and I did feel like I lost like the camaraderie, yeah. the, the level of like leadership I had in, in the, my team that I played for as a captain. Like I felt like I was, I was on top of something, like, yeah. like I was in control of this shit. So you lose all of that. And then your life starts to become, you get into that mundanity, you're going to work, you're getting social stuff on the weekend, hanging out with the girlfriend, like, all <laughs> lovely stuff, right? But like, mm. we always had this thing, yeah. like, yeah. and I just, I missed it. 
And that's why, yeah, so you're talking about how I filled that gap. It kind of happened really organically, man. Like, I remember I was just, I was just going through the paces, going through the motions. I was going to the gym. They really had no purpose in the gym anymore. Mm. Like squatting is just damaging to my body now. Like everything else is pointless. Ego, I, I didn't care about, I wasn't one of them guys that's in front of the mirror doing bicep curls. Yeah, yeah. I'm training for purpose. Like, And so I felt like I lost that. But then I knew a couple of guys in the gym and they were just like, yo, like, because I was teaching them to do plyometrics, box jumps and all that uh, jazz, yeah. it? And they said, listen, yeah, like on Saturday we do like this, that calisthenics, come come join us in it, come do some muscle ups and whatever. And I was like, but I do those damn muscle ups. <laughs> we're 100 kg, but we're yeah, talking yeah. about it. <laughs> But I must say, what they kept gassing me, kept gassing me. Like, and a couple of guys I trained with, trained with them as well. So I said, okay, let me go try it. I was like, hey, a group of like five, six men at the, at the time. Mm. And I just go, they kept gassing me. Again. They had yeah. to do all this content and filming and stuff. So they must have gassed me into getting this muscle. <laughs> I got my first one. It was awful. So ugly, bro. Like, <laughs> I got over the bar, yeah. And I was just so like, like content with myself. Yeah. Like, yeah. And everyone's down there just shouting and mm. screaming and gassing you up. And I, I gave me that instant, I got that, 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 that adrenaline, that, that drug, like yeah. I was back in the yeah. cult again, yeah. you know, like, and I'm back in something and I felt included again. Not like, you know, I needed yeah, something, yeah. but it just, I didn't realize how much I've missed playing football and what that routine of having something was. And so, yeah, and this, this calisthenics journey that I've been on over the past year, like A has just helped me like learn about my body, like at how to build true, genuine strength mm. that will last yeah. you for a lifetime, you know, like training on the bars is different. And calisthenics is like, poetically, it's quite beautiful as well because it's like, it's, it's born out of the street, do you know what I mean? It's, yeah, just, yeah. it's a street workout. It's like, mm. this is that stuff you see in New York when the man they were doing like, they know they're holding the bar with a little leg, <laughs> stepping up above those stupid things there. Yeah. That's how this stuff started, like mixing that with gymnastics. And it's all that kind of that, like, multi-dynamic hybrid strength. Like it's fascinating to me. Like, so you learn about how to control your body. But then also like it's just like we got a whole gang of guys and yeah. girls like and we just train together like and you build a like a, a family unit like and that's kind of also plays football for me yeah 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 but it's been nice it's it's crazy because like you can kind of relate it to the nfl in, in some aspects or any kind of sport where you hear about a b or c athlete who have left the sport for whatever reason and they haven't i haven't managed to find their it yet mm. yeah. um when i say it like their plug or their replacement almost because I just think when you've been through something for so long, for so many years, like you mentioned structure, it just it's, it's a part of your life naturally. You still go to work and you do these other things, but this this sport that you've been a part of, this attachment, this group, the cult, like you say, mm. when, you, when you're removed from that totally, there is the emptiness and you, you, you may not be searching for it directly, but without you knowing, you're searching for something to fill that. Um, and like relating it to the NFL and certain guys that like they come out of the sport and they find themselves in a, in a bad place, like both physically mm. and mentally. Yeah. Because they're just, mm. And it's not through any fault of their own. It's just naturally when you're so used to being a part of something and now you're not a part of it, what do you do next? Like it's just, and if we come back to Britball, okay, yeah, we people, we know we don't get paid for it in this country. It's not a lifestyle here. It's, it's technically a hobby unless you're mm. somewhere else playing and getting paid and making it your lifestyle. But like, yeah. I think when we think about the sport in this country, one, if you're not prepping correctly, two, if you're not looking after your body correctly for the for the abuse that our bodies go through, mentally mm -hmm. and physically, mm -hmm. when you leave, you're not really prepared in terms of what next. So I'm gonna throw it to you, Obi. How can you relate to that? Yeah, I mean, it's, it, 10 years of my life has been warriors. So mm -hmm. it's like, you finish the season, you get like three months off, you start pre-season okay. and then go again, you go again, you go again. And I think with COVID, it's sort of, it's yeah. it's 
it's retired a lot of young guys yeah. before. Yeah. Not retired in that respect. Is that it's kind of made them force themselves to actually think about their interests outside of sport. Yeah. So a lot of people have had to sort of listen um, internally and see where their interests lie. Because yeah. you're right. I mean, I used to like touch on mental health. I used to see like footballers and they would literally become they should drop off or NFL players or anybody who's done any competitive sports at a high level would drop off after they finished the sport like you see yeah. pictures of them and you think that's not the same guy yeah. that's not the same guy and I used to be like man this guy's a millionaire what's rise he what's, what's their what's their problem why don't you just go and find <laughs> yeah. a bit and then when you when it happens to yourself you actually realise that it is so tough mm-hmm. the drop off is ridiculous like your support circle just disappears yeah. overnight and it's I mean, a lot of people say, oh, Zoom and WhatsApp and everything like that. It's not the same. No. It's not mm. the same. And yeah. I can see why, like, Bishop, about em- empathy. You can become empathetic towards certain people's struggles because then you can start seeing, I can see why you've yeah. gone to that place because you haven't filled in that, that void of something. And I think that's the... People will try lots of things to fill the void. Um, and some of them are not good. Um, um, drink or drugs or any, anything else. Um it's finding something to put in that. that it, it's not going to replace it. Mm. It's just something different on yeah. the same lines. And I think that's probably a lot of people just trying to, like you can't replace what American football does for you. No, you yeah. can't. It's just, yeah. you just can't. It's just, it's, it's its own category. But there are so many other categories out there. Like Bish said, organically, like you just have to like go with the flow and see where, yeah. see where it takes you. Yeah. Like for myself, um, I've had an interesting year because um, I, me and my, my missus we bought a flat together and so, so reno- renovating that has been an absolute like <laughs> journey she got an Instagram like, page up on yeah, Instagram <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Busy, no so like and it's like it's learning a whole different field of um, of, of what builders are like contractors yeah, yeah, yeah. and what's a good finish what's a poor finish yeah. managing people because we decided to do it ourselves instead of like paying a um, uh, project manager so I'm basically yeah. the project manager so yeah. The journey I've been on the last sort of year, that's I've had more than enough on my plate to fill, it, <laughs> to fill football. Trust yeah. me, I've had more than enough on my plate. So that's been keeping me busy um, in that regard. And that's sort of like, that's an interest I like. I like property. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. I like development. I like renovation. I like stuff. I like that sort of stuff like yeah. that. So it's now sort of like um, putting me in a position where like now people are asking me for my advice. Like just like friends or family yeah. or people was getting or oh, speak to Sam, he knows he's he, he, mm. he's done something like this. Yeah. So it's like now I'm talking to my friends. I'm like, yeah, you need to do this, you need to do that, and I'm listening to myself thinking like, <laughs> who's, who's this who guy? Am I? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, who's this guy? Do you know what I mean? And it's just it's just from a passion because it's like I don't want people to because uh, the journey I went down was like I didn't know what I was doing. Like, I was like too, I was like fairy eyed like oh my god, but now like um it's something that i'm interested in mm-hmm. and yeah. it's 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 not filling the void of america football, but it's it's something it's else something it's, yeah. it's keep it's keeping me it's keeping me interested in in, in that respect yeah. and yeah. there will be other things other interests that i'm going to pursue yeah. but right now that is one of the interests yeah. that I'm, I'm involved in yeah. so thank you i'm gonna ask you as well like we ain't immortal man you know like i've put it out there many times like, i'm not gonna play for much longer because i'm <sighs> just getting tired of the whole thing but like when ball comes to an end, however long that is for you, have you is is it even something you've thought about about not playing ball? Nah, you haven't nah, even thought I've, about I haven't it. Thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to because it goes with okay, his ball in it. And yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I just I just don't yeah, want to because, yeah. like you said, like 
And I think what you guys have said is, is brilliant advice. I'd rather that wear this food naturally because if I start thinking of it now, I'm just going to think, damn, what am I actually going to do with myself? I'm going to mm-hmm. go to work. And then mm. after that, there's no classrooms. There's no going to the gym. <laughs> like, I, I, And like you said, going to the gym, sometimes you want to go to the gym with a purpose. You want to go to the gym to feel like, cool, like I'm, I'm doing this because I need to be the fittest. I want to be the yeah. fastest. I want to be the yeah. strongest. Whereas if, after that, if I start going to the gym, I'm just like, I'm just on the treadmill be to try lost, and man. stay fit. Like, yeah, yeah, like, 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 this is going to become very tedious sooner rather than later. So <laughs> yeah, I think I'd, I'd need to be doing something sporty or athletic at, um, at, to some degree. But I've already told myself I'm going to get into coaching. I've well, already started already, coaching now. Yeah. So um, I, I enjoy it. And I guess similar to Sam, I want to I wanna give back. So this is a sport that's given me so much in terms of opportunities, in terms of being disciplined, in mm. terms of growing up and, and, and being an adult slash man. Um, I just want to give back. And there's so many young guys out there that, and we, and we see on the news every day, just falling into the, into the wrong things, man. And mm. I, I truly, truly feel like American football could be a massive escape and could be a massive door opener door opener for so many people we've got the nfl academy now we've got the bristol academy yeah. we're seeing guys getting younger and younger get having opportunity to go to over to the states and man once you go to stateside anything can happen yeah, man. yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we got james family who's at um houston now and if mm. he just keeps grinding he's going to be in the nfl yeah. you've got yeah. bam that we were talking about yeah. you could potentially yeah. be nfl yeah. bound and fa like he like, like, know, like we yeah. were saying earlier like who's, wow. who sprinkled the magic dust on him Do to say I mean? that like wow. he, he's gonna he's gonna and that could be anyone really yeah. it, it, yeah. it could be anyone it could yeah. be anyone so yeah man that's 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 where i see that's the role i see myself carrying but as for now i just want to mm-hmm. focus on playing i need i need to get a ring man like yeah obviously like the warriors were there and everyone knows the story i, yeah. I, I wanted to go there but for me personally that's that's not that's not that's not a victory yeah. like I've, see, I've seen the journey that the blitz are going down i joined the blitz and i, and I, and I want to get that ring before i retire and, and, yeah. and i need to get one so got to build up super team man got to right. get that that's, 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 that's me, to, man. if so i don't get whilst so playing i will get it whilst <laughs> coaching so two things off the back of that yeah two things and this goes for everyone apart from well no yeah you've already experienced it yeah you guys anyway so two things first thing being you mentioned the rig yeah yeah I find it difficult to accept that I potentially would have been playing this sport for yes. ten or eleven years yes. and have nothing to show. I say nothing. And that's to show why for it. I was yeah. gonna I was gonna say this a bit earlier. I feel like that's that's why I feel like, like you could have retired now and be so content because you know yeah. you've worked hard to get to the pinnacle of your career, and that's like you got, you don't look back at your career and think I could have done that. I could have because mm. you know you you've worked hard and, and you've got there. And I guess for Sam, it might be a little a little bit easier for you to retire as well because you know like you've got a CV to be like, yeah, like, I've got something to show yeah. for my career. Right, some people have been playing 10, 15 years and they're still waiting for that moment to be like, yeah, <laughs> what, what, what can I show for yeah. putting my body through all of, the, all of this pain and all of this hard work? And again, mm. some people, like for a ring, it might be that for some people, for some other people, it might just be the case of, I worked hard and, you know, I wanted to be the best on my team and that's where I was and mm. I wanted to help my key team get to the next level and that's where it was because a ring's not the be all and end of a lot of people. But no. for me personally, that's what it is, do you know yeah. what I mean? So. Yeah, I mean, I, I would definitely say it's, it's personal. Like, yeah, we've, it's a team sport, right? So, yeah. yeah, I won quite a few rings a few here years. and in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> and I, it's like, yeah, it's great. Like, I've got those yeah. rings and I can look at them and I feel proud. Like, yeah. But it's not like a measure of my own personal success as well. Like, yeah. if I never won, but I feel like I was still the player I was, then I'll, maybe I'll be happy. Yeah. But then there's there's the games that I know that I lost that bother me more right. than winning a ring yeah. makes me happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I that, that bothers me more. 
and that will always be with me like always having to want to have done a bit more mm. being a, a bit better of a player have done something to win that game rather than you know yeah so i think no matter what like there'll always, there'll always be a void yeah. or something that you think you should have achieved in your career True. like you didn't True. achieve rings are great but i mean what's a ring if you sat on the sideline the whole True. time you know True. 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 we spoke about that early on about joining teams for the sake of just yeah. winning the ring yeah. yeah but um it's nice it's an interesting point especially with the fact that you i don't think you're right i don't think you necessarily fill the void totally mm. i think you just find another sense of either belonging or sense of purpose or sense yeah. of use or something that you just enjoy that isn't ball yeah. um but secondly the other thing which is probably more like hard hitting and recent for a lot of people is we've had covid obviously like the dreaded c word i know we've been talking about it for so long but it's it has impacted the sport massively and and we've said it on some of our previous episodes because yeah. like um, obi just mentioned people are now having time to think right you yeah. don't have to go to training it's you don't have to go to study your playbook you don't have film to watch yes you can do that if you want but the fact that there was no guarantee of football we we, we didn't know when it was going to come back only what last month we were told okay we're going to have a comp- some kind of competition there's no relegation yeah. there's no promotion it's basically friendlies if you want to call it that i i don't know many friendlies. friendlies in this sport but you know that's how they coin it but what we're finding is some people have had that time to enjoy other things whether it be family new sports or other hobbies that they've never really had time to do because they've they've been down that you know that the blink and narrow path of american football in the uk and over you touched on it guys that are uh, let's say younger guys that haven't been playing for that long are suddenly just you know dropping out and filtering out and going you know what this isn't for me all because they've had time away from the sport yeah. time that they didn't choose to have away from the sport time they were forced to have away from the sport mm-hmm. and I just think as much as we preach about American football in the UK all the time and the highs and the lows and how amazing it is the camaraderie which is great there is life outside of football like it's not the only thing yeah. um, and I think where people have been forced to think about that it's shown itself in so many ways like so many we, we our, our previous episode was about the same thing like people are just are stepping away mm-hmm. and some there are there are some some parts of the, of the community that sort of look that look at that with disrespect and look at it to say why you, what are you doing yeah. why are you quitting but you are allowed to have your own mind don't let no one tell you otherwise like if you decide you don't want to play no more because x y and z or you you now want to spend time with your family or you now want to do this new sport instead go do it like no one paying you over here to, to yeah. play sport to get to get hurt every day i guess it's just like you have your own mind you can have your own thoughts and feelings like as much as when you are in the sport, like we said, it is everything. Like I know for me, like throughout the whole of lockdown, I was finding everywhere that I could train possible. I was going mm. to attract a sprint. I went and bought some weights because I didn't want to drop off at yeah. all. I just didn't want it to happen because I yeah. wanted to, and I had just moved teams as well. I didn't even get to play a season with, with the Blitz because COVID struck. Um, so I just, I just, I'm just finding it really interesting. Like there, there's no right or wrong answer. If you want to play the sport, you'll, you'll find a way to stay active and play it. And if you want to step away equally, it's okay to do that like you know mm. um you do have one life and if you if you spend it getting better than that and you don't have nothing to show for it that's it's all well and good but you know there's just, there's ways you can go down i'm just i'm just very fascinated by that and we spoke about it we've been speaking about it in our groups with different people like we were interested to see how this season pans out mm. um for that aspect in particular but um well, if you if you think about what's the most important thing for people in life it's like life with purpose right mm. is that you have purpose in what you do yeah football gives all of us purpose but 
that can only last for so long yeah. until you feel like you need to f- explore that somewhere else. Like, and that's definitely, I think, yeah, for me personally, like, yeah, man, I'll be going on that journey at the moment. And like, yeah, some part of it is about athleticism and sport, like with the calisthenics and the plyometrics that I'm doing at the moment. Yeah. Like in my mind, I still want to be like my purpose. Like I still want to be just the greatest, yeah. Yeah. High, most hybrid athlete yeah. to walk the earth. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That's how I, I see it in my head. Though, yeah. Like I want to jump higher than everyone else. Mm. <clears throat> Excuse me, do more muscle ups than everyone else. All that kind of stuff. But then there's the other part of your purpose as well for me, which is like the empathy side. Like, what do I want to leave? What do I want to impart on the earth before mm. I die? And like, that's becoming a bigger part of me as well. And I think, yeah, probably given that time over lockdown, a lot of people are probably starting to think about themselves and what is their purpose and what is their reason. Like, And sport is going to be a part of it. But mm. if the league isn't taking us further, then they're probably going to be thinking about what else is important for them. Yeah. Education, everything else. Which is, I think it's all valid, man. It's all yeah, important for people to go through this this period. Yeah. That, that thought process anyway, you know. Wow. And your calisthenics, this is Frame Shakers, right? Frame Shakers gang, yeah. yeah. And then I see some of the stuff that you lot do, yeah. <laughs> I see, it's, it's interesting because I look at that and I think from American football, I'm looking at myself in terms of injuries I've had. I think, would I ever be able to do something like that? I look at it thinking, what? That's nuts. Like, I've got too many. Like, I sit here and tell you my shoulder's messed and could I do that? Mm, how am I supposed to do that if I've been battering my body for like, the last 10 years? <laughs> the worst thing is that it looks so easy. That's what I'm saying. Try and like, do it and I'm like, actually, I can't even lift my own body weight. Nah, I'm, like, I'm good, you know. <laughs> and then you sit here and you think, well, like, living proof of it, no? With the injuries that you had and everything you sustained, and now you're doing calisthenics it's like it's like lifting a bottle of water or something, do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> nah, but some, see with the most difficult movements, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm far, far, like, this sport is so humbling, but I'll get into mm. that in a second. Like, with some of the most difficult movements, it looks effortless. Yeah. Yeah. But don't get it twisted. Like these yeah. men are going through it Shaking internally. Like a leaf yeah. inside you, Yeah, like, but it's humbling. But like I said, the first time I went to go do this calisthenic stuff, like in my mind, I'm like, bro, I'm just, I'm a lit athlete, bro. Like, I'm fast and I'm strong mm. and I can <laughs> jump, and I can bench, bend, squat, all that. Like, mm. but it's a different movement, yeah. and it's a it requires you to understand how your your body mechanics work in a way that football never teaches you. Mm-hmm. Like they they kept talking about my scapula, my scapula. Like, bro, what? Scapula, <laughs> bro. Like, mean back muscles, like yeah, lats yeah, yeah. and traps. Yeah. No, no, no. Your scapula, which is like you know, is how all these parts, of muscles in your back are connected and joined, mm. and how you control your scapula is how you control your movement in your body right. is different. Yeah. So I get there in my first session, bro. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, we'll start. We'll do pull-ups. Yeah, all right, cool. Like, ten pulls. Man was it like. You know them half fret pulls because pulls yeah. up so only a warm up back in the day. So my yeah, head's not even yeah. off the bar, head arms off, arm fully extending. Yeah. And they're like, I did like 10, they're like, yeah, cool, cool. What's next? And like, I, I didn't count one. Like, go Bad. do it again. Like, ah, I do that. Yeah. I tried again. <laughs> Humble me because I couldn't do anything. And yeah. this guy's half my size and they're just like, bam, 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 mm. repping through it. And then with them, they all start adding weight like to the exercises, yeah? So weighted pull ups, man, throws on like, I see everyone else, like some guy puts on like 20 kg, then 40 kg, then 60 kg, then 80 kg no, no, doing man. pulls, yeah. Jeez. Man put on 10 kg, bro. I'm stressing in my head yeah, because yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, bruv, I thought I was this yeah. strong and I thought I was yeah. this athletic and I thought I could do anything. Yeah. My own fault for my own ego, obviously, yeah. Mm. But like, it's so humbling. Mm-hmm. And now I've gone through this process of like, 
just starting from complete foundations, yeah. learning and growing with this how this sport is. Rookie and there's things. Is that, I'm a rookie, rookie again, bro. Yeah, I'm a rookie yeah, again. Yeah, and I'm, you know, I'm a big thirty two, bro. Being able to start a sport again and, yeah. and, and growing yeah. it again. Yeah. That's, that's the fun of it. Like. It's the yeah. fun of it. Yeah. But there's something about this sport. Like, if you ask me, if I could have done this when I was a kid, I would have done this over football. Yeah. Not wow. because I think it's more it's more valuable than football, but the kind of way of understanding how your body works and the strength you can gain from it, like inevitably will help you become a better football player. Yeah. Whereas in football, yeah. we're learning to squat <laughs> and clean a bench, yeah. Yeah. which is all valuable in a way, yeah. but like we have no control or understanding of how our body works. Like yeah. Our knees are going all different kinds Trust of directions, yeah. but how are we get building the strength around our knees? That's true. Not at all. Yeah. Just lift That's every true, yeah. honestly. Yeah, man. It's been humbling. And like Obi, aside from obviously wanting to give back, is there anything that you might have set your sight on in terms of moving Especially forward? athletically as well, because yeah. like, like I said, personally, like going to the gym after finishing football might just be a bit boring i'm gonna need to have something to do mm. so yeah have you thought sport wise if you're gonna do anything or yeah i mean when i was doing my rehab i was in the gym and i was on the i was on the uh, cross trainer and it was so boring <laughs> i was watching nfl highlights i was like i just can't keep coming to the gym and doing the same things so i was yeah. like all right let me just like look at what i enjoy so i sort of like made a little short list of like different sort of sports and what for what sports does footwork um what's what sports are good for discipline what sport is good to progress through and it was sort of like a, a, a just Brazilian jiu-jitsu was one. Do you know what's yeah. mad? Yeah. I've been thinking about that. I've, yeah. been, te- I've been telling people, but the, yeah. and I'm it's just Brazilian jiu-jitsu. That's yeah, the thing. It's, it's just that yeah, because it's because it's, a, it's it's because the art around it. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing because it was like I've, I I did judo when I was like t- 15 years old because everyone was doing judo back in the day. But I was like, no, nah, I don't really want judo. Taekwondo, too many kicks. Yeah. I was like, you know, uh, you know, uh, kickboxing. I've seen those nah, Muay Thai man. guys. I was like, you know, uh, not nah, no, nah, I'm not about to lose my consciousness. No, you know, literally, literally. So, Jiu-Jitsu was good, and I was like, all right. But then I remember, I remember I did fencing like mm. about 20 years ago. I don't know how old I am, and I loved it. Mm. And I, and the thing is, it's, it's weird because our school we went to this, um, this uh, like a PGL thing where they introduced like inner city oh, kids. Yeah to sports yeah. and yeah, yeah and we'd never we these sort of sports we never we did i mean even back then inner city kids never did rugby yeah, yeah. so we just had a ball and was like football is what you did that was yeah. it so yeah. mm-hmm. so you didn't know you didn't, and it's only when you went to these places and he did like cricket and you're like what the hell am i doing why am yeah, i waiting yeah. around here for like what's going on <laughs> do you know what i mean so you got into all these different sports and they made me put on this fencing and i remember i was bossing it i was like what 15 years old yeah. and i was like i was i was i was bossing it yeah, yeah. and it was like after that, it was like all right cool no worries there you go and then anyway <laughs> and, there and there was no avenue there was no avenue for me to get into it like yeah. in the city guy um the f state there was yeah. no like oh let's go and pick this guy for olympics do yeah. you know what i mean yeah um so I thought, all right, let me go back into it. And I remember watching like uh, James Bond die another day, and I was like, that, there was like, that, that, that scene <laughs> in the beginning, and they're yeah, like, yeah. on guard, like, hey, gentlemen, let's go, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. on guard, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, that is so cool. And it's like, it's like when you see a, a black ice ice hockey player. So like, you want to see a black fencer, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's so. it's one of them sports where even this is how much I go to research. So there's guys who make their Olympic debut at the age of like 47, 48, because yeah. it's the it's a sport about the mind and about your footwork. Mm. Um, and you can maintain your athleticism to that age yeah. that will make you a, a compatible player. And it's the players who do um, fencing sort of peak around sort of in their late 30s okay. to their own early 40s. Yeah. So I was like, you know what, fencing, yeah. and then. I found a, I found a club. I was like, cool, no problem. In yeah. Holborn, I was like, ready to go. And then 
March 22nd, 2020, mm. they were like, yeah, don't come back to the office yeah. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what about fencing? <laughs> so, yeah, but um, yeah, definitely when, when, the thing, when everything sort of settles down again, that's something that that's something definitely yeah. I want to do because yeah. I've gained all this footwork, all these, all these ladder exactly. drills. Yeah. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, I need right. to put it to, I, I, need, yeah. I, need, I, need, I need to transition to something yeah. else, man. So, that's yeah. Well, you yeah. said so they somewhere. debut at 47. I might join that, man. Go represent Nigeria at the Olympics. For real. And that's not one of the not, it's not one of the sports you see out there like that, like you're saying. So yeah. Like, yeah, I don't see and actually now that you mention it, I remember seeing it on the Olympics and it is tends to be like older guys or older older athletes anyway. But like you said, it's a lot of like um mental mental reps and agility, footwork, yeah. things that you can keep active. Yeah. I mean mm. I, my one thing about Brazilian Jiu Jitsu is I was just thinking about the contact. So obviously I've been doing it for so long, I'm not about to go doing that again. My joints are already screaming, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but yeah, man, I think there's a lot there's a lot to take away from this one. Yeah. A lot to take away from this one. Like, even if we're I'm not trying to sit here telling you not to play ball. That's not what I'm saying. But if it makes you think twice, don't ignore it. Mm, basically. Yeah, think about it. Mm. Um all right, question before we go. Who would you guys like to see on the show? I could answer that. <sighs> Let me go first. I'ma say um I'm not gonna say who you man want me to say. You know, <laughs> I had a little conversation off. So, I don't talk about that man. So I'm not gonna say that now. Andrew Stedman. <laughs> oh, it's him. I don't want to see that guy on this show. I don't want to see him anywhere, bro. No, I'm saying one of the best things about retirement is not seeing that man again, bro. No, but mm. I want to see the 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 blitz greats, yeah. So my brother Leon Wills, yeah. yeah. Mm. See Leon, like. Talking moves, about life after football, yeah. Yeah. like he's he, he went and did various different things, like and then he found like this training thing, and it's mm. like he's he went to become a fighter. He was doing like Muay Thai fighting, and he was just like a beast. Like yeah. this, wow. this is like a big heavy linebacker, just like kicking wow. the shit out of people. Yeah. Retired quickly, started coaching. He's been coaching KSI and he's big influences for all those big wow. fights. Wow, that's a man you want to hear. Yeah, like, he's got perspective on life. Leon, then the two greatest DBs. Other than the man sitting next to me right now, and I mean that genuinely, this is one of the greatest DBs in the fucking game. But also, my man Len yeah. and Aaron, mm -hmm. the two of them together, yeah, yeah, there was like you didn't even delete, you wouldn't even need to look in the backfield because you no. know it's just locked down. Yeah, but yeah. Like, I would love to hear them two talk. The three of them together, that's a good combination. I would say get them man on there. Yeah, yeah, we'll do it, man. We'll get it done. That's a stack list, man. I don't yeah. know. I don't <laughs> know how to compete with that, man. But um, no, I mean, the people I want to see is people like myself because. I mean, I, I've seen this podcast grow from from the, from the bottom, mm. um, and what yeah, it is now is it's, it's amazing. It's a, it's a really even though you give us beef on Instagram. <laughs> 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 I use my platform to make you guys grow as well. <laughs> Literally, that's it. Well, I love it, but um, nah, guys like in my position who are sort of thinking about oh, because I know there's secret listeners, secret listeners out there. I'm a yeah. secret listener out there oh, as yeah. well. And you're like, oh, in the beginning, everyone's like, oh man, just screw those guys mm -hmm. and everything like that. And it's like. But these guys are trying to grow something through a passion. Right. And yeah. it's like, we can, if you look at it as the fact that we're growing a sport and you have to play your part and yeah. don't be shy um, to put your hand up and say, can I come forward? But what's what Bish said as well, there's a couple of guys who were pleased to play the game about 10 years ago, the beginning of like when we were playing Warriors, who could add a lot to this podcast. But yeah. I don't know whether those guys are still watching the sport or mm. still involved in the sport. Um, but there's a lot of guys um, on there. I, I saw you had uh, Coach Neo, 
um, yeah. and um, Jeremy Sims yeah, as well yeah. on there. That was a, that was really good. Yeah. I listened to that. It was really really good. Um, the subjects to talk about, like guys like that, like the old school guys yeah. who who will soon be old school, but guys like that to <laughs> to bring on. Um, that would be good. That would be good. And yeah, definitely. If any guys from the Warriors want to come on, um, yeah, I I would say that this well, is we had, good. Yeah, we got two now, so mm, we yeah. can try, try add to that tally because it's yeah. not easy. Yeah, it's not yeah. easy. It's not easy. It's not easy. Man. Literally, going I'm, dark. I'm gonna. I'm, I might. <laughs> yeah. I might. I might, I might yeah. get. I might yeah. get some. I might get like a letter through the listen. door saying, "Listen, you just you just you're excommunicated now." You know what I mean? If these men want to go dark, let them go dark. These men want to shoot themselves in the foot with no media. Just don't give them any media, bro. They might move crazy, bro. Honestly, it's, it's nah, it's just a way to get focused, isn't it? Because yeah. I think, I think, I, athletes, th- bro, I know, I know, I, I'm with you, I'm with you on that, I'm with you on that. I think, I think when uh, I like a lot of a lot of guys, especially when with social media, they they they, they don't they're not focused and they start calling other teams out. That's, I think with the whole going dark, it's just us sort of going within ourselves and, yeah, yeah. and no, becoming getting getting at one with that that monster or that beast mm. inside of you that's you're trying to release at a certain time point, yeah. and it's just mm. sort of like it's like when boxers or fighters um, abst- abstain from all certain yeah. things yeah. isn't it it's just it's just a way of energy um yeah. but um no nah, i hear you i I'm think i think stuff i think stuff like this is is good for the game and yeah you. what yeah. you guys yeah. did to the final i'm just i'm praying that we get to that point again <laughs> as, oh, that is dumb because that 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 as a as a as a spectacle was outstanding mm, that's yeah. that's one of the best like when we played um blitz in crystal palace for the first game i thought wow a great stadium that's yeah. fantastic um and it take it's taken what seven eight years to get to, to that, get to that yeah. level again, yeah. and it's like man, COVID literally just yeah. just yeah. took a short torpedo to that. But yeah. if we can get to that level again, then I'm be very happy, and, and I'll, I'll play my Fingers part in anything in any way you guys need me to do to yeah, get that level. Love that. Thank you episode. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, you know the drill, X's and L's and everything. Stay tuned and keep it locked. Peace. Word.